Thanks for tuning back in. You're listening to Small Town City Girl Podcast, and this is Courtney. So if you were listening to my podcast last November, I had made a podcast discussing just some of my general confusion about love and relationships. And I've had some time to reflect and really think about life and love and just all this deep stuff because I'm having an exit. existential crisis. (laughs) Why can't I say that word? I really am having a crisis lately. I feel like I've been looking at life so differently these past few months. And they say that when you turn 27, your prefrontal cortex fully develops. I don't know if that's my issue this past year, but I swear so many weird thoughts and perspectives are just stirring up inside of me. And I don't know if it's for the better or for the worst, but it doesn't always feel good. Obviously, you know, as you get older, life becomes a lot lonelier. And when you look around, oftentimes people are surrounded by family and people are often too busy for friendship because they are spending time with their families. I decided to move 600 miles away from my family And it's had its pros and its cons. Since coming here, I have really developed more as an individual. And I have fully blossomed into the person that I always had in mind. I have been in situations where, you know, it's just me. And so I have to deal with things head on. And I haven't always had that support or that safety net. I think that's done me really, really good, even though it doesn't always feel good. And obviously, as you guys know, a few months ago, I did go back home and it felt amazing to just be back in my family home and just embrace that comfortable, secure feeling. But I will say these past few months, I have felt so incredibly lonely. And I know it's because I have you know, ended a relationship and pushed some of my friends away. I know they say that isolation is not always the best thing. I think sometimes it's necessary for growth. And my life was heading down a path that I really just didn't think was suitable for me. It wasn't, it wasn't what I came here for. And I don't necessarily know what I came here for, but I was just starting to feel really bad and kind of go off the deep end a little bit. So I did have to take a step back and just really reevaluate some of the things in my life, some of the people that I was hanging out with. And I'm glad that I, you know, can acknowledge that. But it's really just had me thinking lately about relationships and friendships. And in my last podcast, I was really just taking a juvenile approach to, you know, thinking about relationships as this shallow thing. I was acknowledging my wrongdoings in my past relationships. And I acknowledge that I don't necessarily know what I want. So, you know, it's really hard to move forward when you don't have that direction. I'm only 27. And so I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to think that I have to know exactly what I want and where I'm going and what I'm doing and who I'm going to be with, who I'm going to be surrounded with. 
the most exciting thing for me when I moved to Virginia was that I was running away from everything I had ever known. And when I got here, I wasn't going to know anything. I didn't even want to know where I was going to end up in a year or two years or five years. And I started recently getting really hung up on the idea that, you know, I kind of was backtracking a little bit and I didn't have anyone around me. I don't know why this fear of loneliness started creeping in. When I came here, I was alone for the first month and I absolutely was thriving because I had no expectations of being surrounded by anyone else. I think now that I had thrown myself into a social circle and then I kind of backed out, it's like that expectation was set and I'm sitting here and I'm desperately just like trying to resolve these things that aren't even issues. I know this probably doesn't make a lot of sense and it's going to make sense when you see where I'm going with it. I think I finally understand why I completely just like turn away from relationships. I recently have found that sometimes dating is very selfish, even when we don't think that it is. And when you start dating somebody, you're just this blank canvas of a person. You can totally just come off as, you know, this person that you want to be. And it's not always authentic. And everybody puts their their best foot forward at first. And eventually, sometimes that image starts to crumble. And I've had quite a few relationships where this has happened. But I can't say that I've always been authentic with who I've been in my relationships. I've definitely always, most times, put on, you know, this mask or this face. Knowing that who I'm presenting isn't necessarily really what I am. And I think that we fall in love with the version of ourselves that we are with these people. I have recently found that I like to have relationships with people who are um, older than me because oftentimes there's more admiration involved with the relationship. I feed off of that admiration. And I never realized that until the past couple of months. It is insane to me how I have been operating in such a way and not even being aware of my own actions or what I'm feeding off of. I have more relationships than I than not where I was absolutely in love with how I was being treated and how I was being admired and looked at. And when that admiration started to fade away, I would end the relationship because I never actually was in love with the person that I was dating. And that sounds insane to me. I could have justified ending any of those relationships to the point that people would agree. But what it all comes down to is the same thing that is just like running that part of my life. When I tell you I was so blown away by this, it's like I wanted to just take a step back and look at all areas of my life and and figure out if there was any other delusion or any other way that I'm living that needed to be addressed. I also can't tell you how many times I've had a relationship where 
I feel like that person's soul happiness, it just depends on a relationship. To where if, if we were to end, it would just absolutely wreck that person. That is such pressure. I don't want that pressure. I want to be a whole individual with a whole individual that we both acknowledge and understand that the source of our own happiness is not from the other person because that can lead to just toxicity and mind games and pettiness and child's play. Nobody needs that. Even though I love admiration, there's a certain kind of way that somebody can look at you and you just know that it's just too much. I don't even know how to explain that. I guess it's like this person has their heart-shaped glasses on and you know that you have the ability to just completely ruin their life. I, that's a liability. I really don't want that put on me. I don't know if it's a certain type of personality or upbringing, but I am definitely just not a relationship person, as hard as I've tried to be. At least not right now in my life. And I look at couples, and it's very confusing to me because I just don't understand how somebody can hold a long-term relationship, a relationship that lasts more than a year. And that's because I get to that point, and it's like, I don't see this going any further. I don't see myself engaging or marrying this person or having children with them. And everybody says, well, you'll meet the right person eventually. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I'm not going to say I'm too independent to be with somebody else. I think that if I'm being honest, sometimes I see relationships as a weakness. And that doesn't mean that if you're in a relationship that I think you're weak. But for myself, sometimes I feel like relationships weaken me. One thing that I have found that's reoccurring is this thought that or feeling that I'm losing my individualism. And the longer that I'm with somebody, the more that I feel like I'm losing myself. And I know that there's a lot of compromise when you're in relationships. Sometimes I just feel like I'm living for the other person. And it can be very exhausting. But I also feel like it may be interrupting my growth path or what I'm destined to do. I don't really know if I believe in destiny and I don't really know if I believe in, you know, a laid out plan, but something in me tells me to not root myself down. And, you know, that may be this general idea that I am afraid of commitment, but I feel it in my gut. And if I hold out long enough, I think it's going to make sense. And it may never make sense, but (laughs) that's just how I'm operating right now. I would be lying if I said that, you know, these thought patterns probably didn't come from a life experience that I had, you know, early on in my life or as a young adult. But, you know, those are just things that shape you as an individual. And... You know, sometimes those things can either empower you or break you down. I think that I'm choosing to be empowered. 
And even though to some people it may seem really sad and lonely and weird and noncommittal, I just feel like if this is how I am the most comfortable right now, I have to stay true to that. And basically for the past probably decade of my life, I have just been trying to conform to this idea that, you know, you're supposed to meet someone and fall in love and do all these things. And for the first time in my life, I'm finally accepting that I don't have to do that. I don't have to live in this exhausting cycle where I'm just constantly disappointed and not always in the other person, but in myself and trying to make myself feel and be a certain kind of way that I simply am not. The title to this podcast probably seems really harsh. I decided to name it, I Can't Save You, Save Yourself. But that really rings true to me. There are so many times in my life where I felt like the responsibility was put on me to help or save another person through the power of love. And though I feel like I'm a loving individual, through intimacy and romance, I cannot save you. When they say that you have to be a whole person before you can find love, in order to have a healthy relationship, I definitely do believe that. I 100% can admit that I'm not a whole person right now. And that may be the source of my discomfort. When we're looking for something in someone else, it's very unfulfilling, very unrewarding, and it's just not fair to the other person. And so just as I said that, you know, I really crave admiration, I'm seeking validation from that other person. And when somebody comes to me and they're seeking this image of their self, just as I have done to other people, it's just not authentic. The more responsibility that I take for my own life, the less hostility I feel for the world, the less that I feel like a victim, and there's more of myself that I can give to other people. In one of my management classes, I actually learned about the internal and external locus of control. And basically the higher internal locus of control that you have, or the higher locus of control that you have, the more responsibility that you take for things around you. And the less that you have, the more that you blame your circumstance and things around you. And the more successful managers had a higher locus of control. And there are situations in my life that I had not taken responsibility before, but as an adult, I have started to see where I have played my part in it. I've started looking at people and things like a mirror. And so if I can look at somebody and see the good, oftentimes I can see the good in myself. And if I can look at somebody and see bad qualities, there's probably something that I can relate to. We're all human. We all have similar feelings and emotions that we may not have the same perspectives or thought processes. I definitely can see where I've played a part in my past toxic relationships. And, you know, even though I didn't initiate it, I definitely played a part and I actively chose to stay. I also had enough in common with, you know, this person who showed narcissistic behavior for me to justify what they were doing and for me to stick around. And so, you know, A lot of healing had to come from taking responsibility for that. And there are more things in my life that I'm definitely working on right now. 
that I can see where, as I said, I'm not a whole person, but I'm definitely working to become one. And I feel like my perspective on things may be a little bit negative right now, but I think if I keep pushing forward and just, you know, taking a fresh look and fresh take on things, I'm going to start to really shift my mindset and become a person that I never thought I was capable of being before. I really encourage as a 2023 goal that, you know, maybe just take a step back and journal your experiences or your thoughts and your feelings or, you know, just really take the time to be present in the moment and acknowledge how you're feeling about certain things. What you may come to learn about yourself or find about yourself may really blow your mind and be that missing gap that just bridges the gap and pushes you forward in your life. One thing in my early 20s that I had started to adopt was that I really, I say I love hard truths. They hurt, but they make me more aware. And the more realistic that I can be in my life, the less letdowns that I will have, and I will have more realistic expectations. So that is just something that you have to face head on sometimes if you want to be the best version of yourself. And hard truths can be about someone else. They can be about yourself, which is the really crappy part. And they can be about life and the world. But just acknowledging those things that are hard to face, it is absolutely life-changing. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the podcast today. It was just a little bit of a extension from my last podcast. It's a little bit more elaboration based off of things that I've found. Um, and if you can relate, let me know. But I look forward to continuing my podcast throughout the next year and seeing where it goes. And if you guys have anything you want me to talk about or touch on, then just hit me up on my Instagram. It's Courtney Faith Ms. M-I-S. So yeah, if you want to hit me up there, that's where you can find me. Thanks and have a great rest of your week. Thank you.